that the female body was designed naturally to build muscle. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was built for this. Sir. Like mm-hmm. they, they look smaller than me. I should, I should not be in this class. I should be in a class above and I should cut weight. You know what I mean? Like all yeah. these like yeah. very body image focused. Say, see where we can improve on things because nobody makes 180 changes overnight. Um, it's not, it's not manageable and people just give up and they get frustrated. It seems simple that you pretty much have confidence that you're going to be able to do it. Um, and then over time, you just kind of gradually increase that and you say, oh, okay. And then you start gaining confidence through that to say, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Our personality, our strengths, our weaknesses, all these things can be used for his purpose. And we don't know who we're going to reach or who we're going to impact. There we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Podcast. Me and Katie are back with another episode. This week, we are talking about influence and how we can be influencers to our community. We're super stoked to talk about this. Um, so we'll just jump right in. Yeah, really excited about this. I think it's kind of a a popular term nowadays. Yeah. It's a lot. Influencer or, you know, it's even a job description. Like what are yeah. you, know, what, if you have a significant social media following, it's like, well, what do you do? Are you an influencer? <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm like, actually, it's funny because I've, I've received that question a few times. Like sure. is, your, is your job being an influencer just because I've, I've gained kind of organically over the years a, a following. And yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess that's something I do. Um, but it's yeah. kind of this, this almost you see it as like, oh, I want to be an influencer, but what does that actually mean? So I'm really yeah. excited to dive into this topic, not only from the perspective of maybe how we viewed it before, but also yeah. how do we see influence as a Christian and how do we see ourselves? Where do we see our where where do we see God placing us with the greatest influence and how, and it's a great responsibility in my opinion, um, you know, especially when we're given any sort of platform. So even this podcast, I mean, this is influence for sure. So how are we using that for the kingdom? Um, so how do you, Alexis, see yourself like the, the term influencer? When did you first hear it? And maybe what did you think at first? And how do you see yourself maybe previously as an influencer? And then what do you see yourself um, now personally kind of in your, in your own journey? Yeah. So, okay. So I think when I first started hearing influencer is definitely when Instagram became popular and people started using Instagram to, you know, promote products and, um, just sell things or whatever. And it was funny because when I started my Instagram, which I actually remember to the day when I started it, which sounds kind of weird, but, um, I was working a certain job and my friend was like, Oh, have you heard about Instagram? Never heard of it. I, you know, it was just Mm -hmm. on Facebook. I was in college. Um, and so I started my Instagram and I think I had like 13 followers and, you know, you'd post once a month or something like that. So it was very, just more like normal, I guess, versus now it's like, you have to post every single day. But anyway, um, So when I first heard when, you know, Instagram started picking up speed, uh, I feel like fairly quickly. And when I started getting more into fitness, probably like six years ago, 
I was like, I want to be a fitness influencer. Mm. I thought the coolest thing. I wanted to be, um, you know, sponsored. I wanted to be like doing the little promo codes and being cute yeah. on Instagram. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so in my mind, I wanted to be a fitness influencer. And I thought that that would be so cool. Mm. Whereas now I feel like I love fitness. It's definitely a huge part of my life. But now when I think about my influence, I want to direct people to God. And I want to be just a little bit more like wholesome on the mm-hmm. internet and have yeah. the influence of like, you said it so beautifully last week or uh, our last podcast. Um, when you're talking about like, I want, you know, parents who have young girls to go on my Instagram and be like, I want you to follow her. I want like, she's a good mm-hmm. example. Same thing. Now I want to have an influence because a lot of the kids um, that we coach at the gym, we're all friends on social media, obviously, because all of them have it. And I want to be a good influence on them. Like when they look at my social media, I don't want it to be like controversial or like, right. you know, oh, you know, she says she's a Christian, but she looks a certain way or does certain things that, you know, just kind of mess up that view. Mm-hmm. Um, do I always get it right? Definitely not. Um, Cause I will definitely sometimes be like, oh, wow. Like I'm just too into myself right now. Like slow it down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, that influence, I just want to have a positive influence on how kids view Christianity and then how also people just view the Lord, like we're supposed to be exemplifying and making him known and Mm -hmm. you can be normal. Like, I think sometimes people kind of think like, oh, Christians, they, you know, they're like, are just, I don't know how to like explain it. Just like not fun, I guess. Mm -hmm. I I don't, I I was like, I'm definitely fun. I enjoy certain things, but there's Mm -hmm. things I don't do anymore. Right. Um, Yeah. And I I think there's a distinction too, between what the world sees as fun and what yeah. <laughs> I mean, things I used to true. see as very enjoyable led to destruction and led to a lot of heartbreak. And yeah. um, so I think, you know, kind of going off what you said, we can so easily find ourselves just almost conforming to what is popular in the yeah. social media world, in the quote influencer world. And I have a hundred percent found myself there where I was promoting things that deep, like I were far away from what my convictions are now. Um, yeah. and so thinking back to that, cause I've been in the fitness industry now for, oh my gosh, it's been Oh, almost seven years, like where I've had a following and, you know, had a public presence and been pursuing my fitness and then pursuing coaching and had a business and that sort of thing. And um, it's so easy to be influenced yourself as an influencer by who you surround yourself with. And um, a verse that we um, just wrote down to kind of kind of uh, bring bring us back to the word. Um, we have some verses where, that we're going to share, but First Corinthians fifteen thirty three: Do not be deceived; bad company ruins good morals. And so, as a as someone who maybe has a following, I to give a little bit of background, kind of on how mine grew. Um, my following was just so it was so shocking to me because it was really it was one of those things where I didn't even I guess maybe. I didn't even have the 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 idea of an influence being an influencer in my mind at all. Um, because yeah. my passion was being a good athlete. And so it just yeah. kind of 
came along with that. And before I knew it, I was like, oh my gosh, I am an influencer. Like people are me, you know, companies are reaching out to me. Can you promote this product? Can you say this? Can you do that? Um, And it led to a lot of great opportunities. But at the same time, there were things that I promoted um, in the past because you're so tempted because it's like this carrot dangling in front of you like, oh, we'll send you this if you promote this product. But then it's also it's also very tempting to kind of go along with what the trends are in the industry. Yeah. Um, so a lot of, I mean, there've been many, many trends, but kind of throwing out some examples would be um, just more of that sort of feminist movement in the fitness industry that talks yeah. about um, uh, modesty is really outdated and how yeah. you know, that's sort of an outdated thought and how you should be able to do whatever you want. Now, yes, each person has freedom, can do what they choose to do, but there are consequences for the for the actions that we cho- that we you know or the things that we partake in. Um, and so, you know, I as we had just talked about, kind of I guess plug for our last podcast. It was so great, <laughs> it was a great conversation, but we really dove into um, a lot of a lot of uh, issues surrounding Christianity and our faith in God and our how are we following Jesus? And one thing, as you mentioned, that we were talking about is I want to be a good example. And if we are trying to live a Christian life, modesty is important. Now, modesty is more of an issue of the heart. It's not a black and white thing. Um, so obviously, it's going to be different for each individual, just like each individual's convictions are going to be different based on our life experiences, based on who um, is in our presence, because we're we're not meant to also, this is something we have to think about. We don't want to cause another believer to stumble. So are we causing believers to stumble? That is something I've been very convicted on. Um, the the pictures I post, the things that I talk about. Am I causing a brother in Christ to stumble because of a provocative photo that I'm posting? I do not want that. Um, and so we have to really make sure we are taking our our influence and constantly giving it to God because I am not perfect. Um, but just just going to Romans uh, 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I think that that is a verse that I always have to come back to. Um, we should not be conforming to what's popular. We should not be conforming to pressures of social media. We should not be conforming to trends, but we should be seeking the Lord and what we say might not always be popular. Yeah. No, very true. And you kind of like have to always go back to you're going to be set apart. So if you're looking a lot like the world, how are people supposed to know that you are not of it? Um, And my dad always would say that to me growing up, like you're supposed to stand out and be different and not in the sense of where like people are like, I'm like a unique individual, like everyone is a unique individual, but of the trends, like you said, of whatever's popular, like kind of like the feminist and like anti- Mm -hmm wholesomeness like my like thoughts are like you can still feel good about yourself and not Mm -hmm. necessarily like sexy but like you can still feel womanly I guess I would yeah um without like showing everything like I even get uncomfortable which I laugh at myself but I get uncomfortable like if I just have like too much cleavage and I don't Mm -hmm. like usually wear anything with a lot of cleavage just in general because it makes me actually feel uncomfortable that someone is looking at me and I'm like, and like you said you're gonna like make someone stumble I'm like that is not the goal right. so and I laugh because like I you know for me like people are like well you have boobs like show them off or whatever but that's like <laughs> not 
what I, I for me, I just feel convicted in that sense. Like yes. it alone. If there happens to be some like in a like a workout bra or something like that, like I can't control that. But like it's usually most of the time I'm trying to not be, you know, showing all your goods all the time. <laughs> right. Well, and and I think too, there's there's definitely individuals can take modesty to an extreme and yeah. to a legalistic level, um, yeah. which is not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been in churches where they basically kick you out if you're not wearing a head covering, <laughs> you know, and you're not, you're not covering your legs or, you know, so yeah. there, there's a, 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 um, I guess you could say, um, you know, just a, it's like, okay, we're not one extreme or the other, but yeah. how are we being convicted by the Lord? And it's going to be an individual thing. And so for myself, yeah. I mean, I'm in the gym every day. I wear workout clothes, yeah. um, you know, and so someone who might be not in the fitness industry might look at what I'm wearing and say, well, you're not being modest, you know, and that sort of thing. And so it, but it, it's really, I think, dependent too on where you're at, right? It's like yeah. wearing a bathing suit at, at the pool is appropriate. Wearing yes, a bathing exactly. suit um, some, you know, if you went wear a, wear a bathing suit to church, that would not be appropriate. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, walk down the, right, if you walk down the middle of Walmart wearing just a bathing suit bottom, like that would not yeah. be appropriate. And so yeah. you have to think about the context is very important too. And also who are you, are you with, you know, it may be in certain instances. I mean, in the Bible, it says, if you, if your actions are causing someone else to stumble, that is, that is not good. Like we need yeah. to be looking out for our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so f- going back to the topic of influence, I think about, okay, what I post, I have some girls that I mentor that are in high school or, you yeah. know, early college. And I think, okay, what I post is influencing them. That's yeah. who, I mean, I think about the personal relationships I have, younger women that look up to me. And I think, yeah. okay, if they posted what I post, would I look at that and be, you know, be like, good job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. am I posting something that's causing them to stumble and to think, well, wait, she said she's a Christian, but she's posting, yeah. you know, something or saying something um, that's, you know, not living up to to what I am or to what the word says. Now are we none of us are perfect. None of us. We all fall short every single day and that's the beauty of Jesus Christ is that he is the ultimate atonement for our sins and you know we don't have to be perfect. But following the law demonstrates our love for Christ. You know, yeah. if we love the Lord, we're going to follow his commandments or we're going to strive to to follow his commandments and live a holy life and and exemplify the fruit of the spirit, um, yeah. and not not the uh, we're not going to follow the flesh. We're going to be living by the spirit, or attempting to live by the spirit doesn't always happen. Yeah. <laughs> as if we're living by the flesh, and so I think it, one thing too we have to look back at what are, what are our motives for how we're influencing people. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the past, I can look back at things that I've posted, things that I've said, and I'm like, ooh. I just said that because I wanted to get likes or, you know, I just said that because I wanted to be popular. And I, and you have to think about, are we just saying what we're saying as maybe in a quote influencer, because we want that approval of people or are we saying it because we actually think it's going to be positively influencing someone or leading them closer to God. Not that everything has to be, I mean, sometimes I post my food. It's, you know, it's not like, (laughs) It's not like I'm posting that with a Bible verse or something, but, um, you know, we have to think about, okay, is it, where are we, where's our heart at with what we're saying, what we're posting, what we're uh, promoting? Yeah. 
No, I 100% agree. And I definitely like, you know, just you talking about that feeling convicted about things or attention that I'll draw to myself and not always in a sense of like, not coming out of a sense of insecurity, but if I'm like, oh, I'm feeling like super confident right now, but it's like, okay, well, am I drawing people back to the Lord? Am I like always putting that back on him? And, you know, that's the most important thing. It's like, like you said, we're constantly influencing people and people are influencing us. So it's this kind of, you know, exchange that we have to pay attention to. Um, and yeah, and people are always watching you. Like that's it. Like people, especially with social media, people are constantly watching you. And if you say one thing and do the opposite, people know it. And I notice when people do that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And so, and, and same, like I have a lot of young people that, um, that come to our gym that I do have an influence on and like even little things at the gym, like we don't play music with um, curse words in it. Mm -hmm. We, a lot of times we'll play, you know, Christian hip hop or Christian, you know, music or things like that, because we know that we do have an influence and kids like, well, they pay attention. They notice, Oh, like, you know, I noticed the music's edited because they don't listen to edited music. And, you know, it's just little things like that, that we think, aren't making a huge difference, which actually are because it's so different than what they are used to. Um, And it's cool that we have the opportunity to influence people in that way. And that Jesus has given us, you know, certain protocols and things that we should be living up to and standards Mm -hmm. that we should be living up to. And it actually makes me like super happy and it makes me stay on my toes as well and continue to be of things where I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, is this really truly a progress photo or are you just like Mm -hmm. showing up for your body, you know? (laughs) So it's, yeah, yeah, it's all, yeah, how it's wrapped up and presented matters. Oh, 100%. And I think too, as you grow as a Christian, your convictions are going to be evolving as well. Um, I know for myself, uh, just things that I've posted in the past, I wouldn't post now because I've yeah. been convicted about it. I'm like, you know what? That's just not appropriate for social media. Yeah. It's not appropriate for the internet. Um, and you know, it's not, I'm not feeling guilty about what I pa- posted in the past. I just wasn't aware of it. You yeah. know, I wasn't convicted in my heart. The Lord hadn't worked on my heart enough to the point where I felt convicted about it. Um, yeah. and so, you know, if you're, if, you're listening to this and you're like, oh, you know, she's saying that it's, you know, terrible that I posted that bikini photo. No, but moving forward, think about it, you know, think about why am I posting this? Like, what is it that I'm, what attention am I trying to get? And also, I mean, oh gosh, I mean, this could be a whole nother topic of conversation, a whole nother podcast, but what type of attention are you getting? Yeah. Um, is it from men on the internet that you do not, that if you met them in real life, you, you, you know, it's like, <laughs> you actually be friends with them in real life or is it just yeah. random men on the internet that just want yeah. some, something to look at? Um, yeah. which I, I mean, I have gotten just, I don't know about you, but like the, the messages and some of the disturbing things that people say in response to yeah. photos, even if it's not a provocative photo, um, yeah. really opens your eyes to how people are viewing you. And so the last thing I want is to post content for individuals. Now, you know what, if I post a lifting video and, you know, some random guy on the internet sees it that way, then there's nothing I can do to control yeah. that, but I can control the general, um, uh, the general influence that I'm having and in, in the type of photos I'm posting. And, you know, if someone is, is following me for those, for the, just that reason, I really don't want them as a follower. Um, yeah, I want them to, no, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I want to be, um, 
influencing people in the right manner and not just giving, you know, and also too, that's another thing. It's like, I want women to feel comfortable that their husbands follow me. Exactly. That's another thing that I've been convicted yeah. on too, um, yeah. or their boyfriends or their significant others. I don't want it to be like, oh, I don't want you to follow her because she fo- posts yeah. all the time. So thinking about yeah. influence in that way um, is super important. No, so very true. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you know, if someone is dealing with a lust issue just in general, and you can post like yes. yourself in a turtleneck and they're like, yes. so or like whatever, yes. so you can really control that. But it is true. Like, you know, you made a really good point there with like, I want, you know, someone's husband or boyfriend to be comfortable following me, knowing that like, it's not all about, um, you know, sex and my body and like showing those things off. And it's interesting because, um, recently I made a new Instagram probably like a year ago. Um, because yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I had just been getting, I had my, um, profile open or like not private or whatever. Um, but I had just been getting so many, um, just like weird, creepy messages. So I was like, I want to know who's on my social media. Mm. Side. Like, you know, I made a new one and then I left it still on private and I just switched it over to private. And I went through so many people that I didn't even know was following me. And it was actually kind of creepy, like mm. going through and like deleting people because I was like, I don't even know you. And you'll right. try to message me. And like, you know, I feel like for the most part, my social media is like fairly wholesome. Yeah. So like, I was just like, okay, I just need to get these people. They have like issues with that. So I don't even want that, you know, around right. me. Um, which is like the best thing. I feel so much more comfortable being on your own social media now, which is hilarious mm-hmm. to say, but it's true. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, but you have, you also take part in the kind of attention that you're receiving. And, you know, you made a joke here. Um, that popularity is not the right type of influence. And mm-hmm. it's so easy to like want to be liked and want to be popular. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm definitely, um, I can lean on the people pleaser side for sure. Um, and, you know, I want people to like me. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think most people, it's like normal for humans to want people to like them. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed now that I want God's approval more than I want man's approval. So people think that like, oh, well, when I knew Alexis, you know, she used to party and she used to do all these things and be wild. She was one of my most wild friends. I'm sure a lot of my old friends would tell you that. And whereas now I'm like, no, I'm looking for God's approval. And that is no longer Mm -hmm. who I am. And I'm trying to move forward in my life. And I'm now seeking God's will. Not that I'm better than you, not that I'm, you know, think that I'm, you know, so holy or anything, because I stumble Mm -hmm. every single day. Um, But I know that there's been a shift there. And I'm just looking for more influences in my life that reflect God. Right. Oh, 100%. And we have to think about who are we surrounding ourselves with as well, because it's almost like frog in the water. Um, There's that expression, when you boil, if you uh, put a frog in boiling water, they'll jump out. But if you slowly increase the temperature of the water, Mm -hmm. they will die. (laughs) So, I mean, that's kind of morbid. Sorry, guys. But But thinking about like, okay, so so are you slowly being influenced by the individuals around you um, yeah. as well? Are we seeking popularity so much that we're surrounding ourselves with people who seek popularity as well? And that's one thing that I ran into in the fitness industry. Um, I found myself surrounding myself with just individuals who really cared about 
followers and, um, yeah. oh, man, and just, <laughs> I was being heavily influenced by that. And the, the content I was posting several years back yeah. was, was kind of in that realm of trying to get more followers and trying to get more of this and trying to get more of that and, you know, more money and more of this and more of that and more, yeah. more, more, but it's never, it's never satisfying. And I found myself just feeling like, what am I doing? I mean, yeah. you know, it felt so empty. And so who are you surrounding yourself with? Um, bad company, correct, uh, corrupts good character. And so we have to think about, um, you know, first Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals, as we had said before. Um, so w- who are we surrounding ourselves with? Proverbs 27, 17, iron sh- sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. So this has been actually recently at a, a topic of conversation with several people in my life. I'm thinking about re- true relationships and also something that I think God is speaking into my life through sermons and through conversations and through verses I've read and just my quiet yeah. time um, and thinking about, okay, I don't want friends in my life who will just tell me what they think I want to hear and just to yeah. butter me up. That is not yeah. iron sharpens iron. That mm-hmm. is just, you know, it's like, okay, are we, is someone in my life actually making me better? Um, yeah. Am I making them better? Or are we just, you know, is it a surface level friendship? Yeah. And same thing goes for relationships, a, you know, romantic relationship or a marriage. It's like, okay, are you making each other better? Are you fulfilling your purpose in Christ? Or are you just there because you want some sort of uh, pat on the back and, you know, oh, you're, you're perfect the way you are. No, I'm not perfect the way I am. Um, Yes. I have, you know, I want someone to appreciate me for who I am, but yet push me to be better. And so we need to be pushing each other to be better. We need to be calling each other out on on our sin too, as believers. We're commanded to do that. Um, We're commanded to be sharpening each other, making each other better and not just being comfortable in our sin and comfortable in um, maybe our struggle. And that's something that you and I have really, I think, has been such a wonderful um, aspect of our relationship is being open and honest with each other when we're having struggles or when we're having um, temptations and just saying like, hey, I'm struggling with this. Like, just want to tell you because I need to be held accountable. And so do you have those people in your life? Do you have a small group? Do you have a church? Do you have a community? We can't be isolated. We can't can't be alone. And I think that's yeah. one thing too that's popular popularized in our society is this idea of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And well, my spiritual journey is my own. Yeah. I can just be alone at home and I can pray <laughs> and fine. And it's like absolutely not. We are yeah. commanded in the Bible to to love God and love love one another. If yeah. the second, if this if the greatest commandment of these love your Lord your God, second is love your neighbor as yourself and and talk, you know, in the Bible, it says as equally as great of a commandment as the first one. So if it's as equally as great, okay. So then God's commanding us to be with other people, commanding us. So if we're just isolating ourselves in our spiritual journey, we are not making disciples of Jesus Christ. And that's what, um, what we're commanded to do as well. Therefore go and make disciples of Jesus Christ, baptizing them in the name of the father, son, and Holy spirit. So are we doing that or are we just uh, kind of being a, well, I am saved and I'm just going to be comfortable in my own, you know, um, home and just not make an effort to, um, disciple other people. That's, we're missing a lot of the gospel. I mean, it's a, it's a huge area where, um, I think a lot of times, unfortunately, and I've been there myself. And so I think that's why I speak so passionately on it because I've been there where I'm like, well, I'm fine. I'm by myself. I, I, 
pray to God. But no, it's not just about praying to God, say, God, bless me with this, this, and this. It's about, okay, I have a purpose in my life and my purpose isn't just about me. That's a selfish purpose. My purpose is to help other people as well. Yeah. And the thing is too, is that the devil can really prey on us when he isolates us or or when we isolate ourselves as Mm -hmm. well. Um, Because one, I've definitely fallen victim to the idea that I can by myself change whatever I'm struggling with or the temptations that I've had. And then when I look down you know, like I look at my past history and I'm like, what is the thing that you've struggled with for years? You know, I'm like, well, you've always tried to do it alone. You didn't have an accountability partner or the people around you said, Hey, this is okay. I wouldn't personally do that as a Christian, but Hey, to each their own, you know? And I, and I think that that is the issue and the devil loves it. He loves when we are singled out and we think that we can do something on our own because he already knows we can't like, and, you know, and I don't think that God can't restore you in your own personal relationship, but that's what the accountability is for. And I feel like, you know, just with me and you being accountability partners, I've had just a, I've been able to grow more with sharing my struggles with someone mm-hmm. versus just keeping them to myself. And then I also have my brother as well, where we, you know, definitely talk a lot about things that we struggle with, which is great. Um, you know, and and being a part of like a Bible study or like a small group like that, um, you know, when COVID hit, everything kind of fell apart. Oh my gosh, I know. That was, uh, that was hard. And that was, you know, it was either yeah. Okay, are you going to still press forward and try to seek community or are you going to allow that to totally cut you off from everyone? Yeah. And um yeah. and it was difficult. I mean, sometimes it was only via Zoom, you know, that we yeah. could connect with people. But yeah. I love what you said about how the devil tries to use that. And that's exactly yeah. right. And so if you're listening to this and you feel isolated, it's like, okay, this is your opportunity. It's not yeah. to feel guilty about it. It's not to feel, you know, like, oh my gosh, I should be in a community. Um, that's conviction, you know, if you feel like you need to be. And so let's talk about maybe some of the steps to surround yourself with um, positive influences. What would you say is the most important in your in your own personal experience? Yeah, so for me, um, before I started like getting, I'm not, so I'm not super heavily involved in my church. So mm-hmm. I decided to start a Bible study with a group of girls. Awesome. We, um, we no longer meet now, um, just with schedule wise, but we were together probably for like a year and a half, like all meeting up and traveling. Cause we all lived all over San Diego. Um, and we had so much growth in that small period of time where it pushed me to get more involved in my church. Um, and then from there, just being consistent with going to church, even when you don't feel like it, um, you know, mm-hmm. inviting friends to church as well. And being like, you know, just tell, telling people on Sundays, I go to church in the morning and inviting people kind of helped me kind of start shifting, um, you know, my group of influence, I guess. Um, and then just connecting with more Christians around you, especially on the internet, on Instagram, I think I've met so many more wow. Christian friends since we've been doing this podcast together. Like mm-hmm. we're both like, I need more Christian friends. You know, you want to hang out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That actually has happened. Um, so, which is super cool. But for me, I think those were kind of some steps I took. I just got involved in a small group because I'm more of like a small group person before I go into like yes. bigger groups. Yes. Um, and then getting in, I'm involved in a smaller church, which we're still mm-hmm. not meeting. Um, so mm-hmm. 
it's kind of hard right now, but, um, yeah, I mean, those were some steps that I took and then just surrounded myself with, I just changed my friend group. Yeah. It's so important. Um, I would say probably the, I'm trying to think back to 2016, 17. That's when I really shifted the people that I surrounded myself with. Um, and gosh, I think now I, I did some reflection recently and I was like, wow, I have so many amazing Christian friends. But back then I was like desperate for one. Um, the first step that I took was starting to go to church. And so I reached out to one of my friends from, from the gym that I knew went to church and I said, Hey, can I come with you sometime? And she was like, yes. She took me, you know, kind of under her wing for a little bit and was like, let's go get coffee before church and let's go to church. And it was amazing. And then some days we go to Whole Foods afterwards. Like it was just so fun. Um, And then I got involved in a Bible study there. And then as you said, on social media, it's been so cool to connect with different individuals. That's how we met and was through Instagram really. And which is crazy, you know, years ago. Um, And so, you know, you never know where social media might lead. If you're posting some Christian stuff, hey, slide in that DM of that girl that you want to be friends with. (laughs) DM slide for friendship, you know. (laughs) We hope that here. Oh my gosh. Um, Hey, even that cute Christian guy you see, you never know. Maybe just send him like a like a uh, thumbs up on one of his stories or something. (laughs) Yes. You never know where that'll lead. Um, So yeah, just like start looking for opportunities. If you're praying for it, if you pray, God lead me to the right people, lead me to community. Yeah. You need to take action yourself, but he will open doors for you and he 100%. will give you opportunities. And I mean, that's just, that was, it was kind of a, kind of a uh, snowball effect. It was like, okay, yeah. I got involved in a church and then I met all these Christians at church. And then I met more Christians on social media once I was posting more. And then I started a, a um, Bible study with some girls um, just a group of girls in person and I met all of them and then I started one online and then I met them and it's like, it just like starts to grow and then you meet the friend of the friend and then you meet the, you know, and that's actually like how I met so many Christians actually at my current gym was just talking to one girl in particular and she was a, her dad's a pastor and we then, we become good friends over the past couple of months and it just was from a couple of just, I felt inspired to like, I I forget how we first started talking, but it was just like one little thing. I was like, oh, are you a believer? And just that small question can just start a, you know, it can really spark a, spark a flame and then a fire for the Lord. So I think it's it's step by step and, you know, not to get super down and discouraged if you feel like you're in the wrong group of friends, Mm -hmm. um, pray about it, pray for God to, to give you mercy maybe in leaving certain friendships or, or, um, I don't mean just abandoning maybe a friendship, no, but no, no. taking steps away if you feel like it's not a good influence. Um, yeah. and I've definitely had to do that over the years. And, you know, thinking about, okay, how did Jesus, what was his community like? He was not yoked with um, unbelievers. Now he reached out to them. Yes. Yes. He ministered to them, but he was not closely in relationship with individuals like that. Um, And so you think about his disciples. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about his sphere of influence and who he was influencing. And um, it's, it's a great example for us and how to model our life, our life and how much he spent time in prayer, but how much he spent time with the disciples and community, tremendous amounts of time. And so are we, are we prioritizing? in community and God, or are we just thinking of ourselves as an island, um, which is going to lead to not so great influence in our life um, and 
not the iron sharpening iron. And then we're going to, I mean, I, I've felt this in my own life. The further away I am from community, the, the further away I am from God too. Yeah. Uh, so it's really about, really about thinking where am I placing my time and my effort? And is that influencing me in a positive way so I can be a greater influence to others? Yeah. A hundred percent. And a little note on finding churches, especially because our listenership is around um, between like 20 and 35. I definitely encourage you to go to a church that is in your age group. Obviously you're going to get a fluctuation of ages, but like for a long time, when I moved away from where I grew up, we were going to a church that was mostly older, which no problem there. I love the pastor, still a great, great church, but it wasn't a good fit for me where the church I go to now is a lot younger. Um, still very much in the word. And there's like older people too, but like the age group is, you know, closer to that, like 21 to like 37 range. Um, that for me was a biggie because I just was having a hard time connecting mm-hmm. at a church that was just mostly older people. Yeah. Um, and like kind of the understanding of what's going on in this day and age was like not there. Yeah. Um, I just want to make that little note. I, I don't know about your thoughts on that, but that was kind of like a yeah. major thing. Me and my brother talked about it a lot. We're like, this church is yeah. really old for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think initially as you're trying to find a community, it's really important to have individuals who maybe are on a similar path in life. Now, yeah. as you become a, I'd say more mature believer, that's when well, not that's when. It's not like it's like a moment. You're like, oh, now, now I can associate with other generations. But I think as you become more mature in your faith, there's so much value to surrounding yourself with multi-generational believers. Yeah. But yet, initially, you need to find individuals who are kind of on the same page because I know what you're saying. For a while, I was in a church where I was like, everyone's married. Everyone yeah. has kids. Everyone yeah. is like, either ha- married, has kids, or is retired. This is yeah. not working out. Um, yeah. So I had to go to a bit younger church. But now, actually, I'm in a couple of Bible studies. And one in particular, we have a couple of generations. And it's so refreshing to hear those different perspectives. Yeah. Um, I love it. But yes, initially, 100% agree with you. Like, you have to find someone who maybe kind of understands. Like, okay, yeah. this is where I'm at in life. And I can help minister to you. I can help support you. I can help um, just guide you through life, um, which yeah. is so important to find. And so I'd encourage our listeners to look into churches in your area. Um, and even, I mean, message us. And, you know, if you're having, having, you have a couple churches you're looking at and you want some input, like I would be more than, I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> now if we get like a hundred messages or something. It might be a little hard to sit <laughs> through, but I, I don't anticipate we will. Um, but you know, if you're looking for a church, first and foremost, uh, make sure that they are, Word of God focused, yes. Jesus focused, yeah. and Bible based, Bible preaching, Word of God, not okay. The Bible can be, you know, is sort of like a, oh, you know, we're sort, we sort of look at the Bible, but here's our additions to that. No, it's yeah. like, okay, the Word of God is the center of yes. what they preach, and Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. So make sure that's number one. Uh, first and foremost, if it doesn't say that on their website, then I would not attend. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I've checked out a couple interesting churches to say the least. And I'm like, I, this is not, you know, you know, especially with some of the younger churches too, you do have to be careful there as well. Um, You know, I've seen some interesting things. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yep. Yep. You got to make sure it is a, um, a Bible based church that is not 
not conforming to the patterns of this world. And we'll leave yeah. it at that because we could go on a tangent about that. This was wonderful. This was such yeah. a great conversation. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to our insight on this. Yeah, definitely. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the love and just all the amazing reviews you guys have been leaving. If you haven't left us a review, please do, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. It kind of helps us move up in the podcast world so our episodes get a lot more exposure. Also, in the next coming weeks, we're going to be doing a Q&A for the next episode. So that should be coming out in about a week or so. Um, we'll have it on all of our social media platforms. If you go to our um, little description section, you can find our um, social media pages. They're kind of hard to say like on here. But anyway, so make sure you leave us a review and get involved with our Q&A so we can answer some of your questions on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.